0: Do you know who Connecticut's number 1 producer of medical and dental professionals is? Today on the Pulse, we learn more about Yukon Health's contribution to the state's healthcare workforce. This is the Yukon Health Pulse, a podcast to help you get to know Yukon Health and its people a little better and hopefully leave you with some health information you'll find useful. With Carolyn Pennington, I'm Chris
1: DiFrancesco. We talk a lot on this podcast about clinical and research advances. But today we're talking about the education that makes those advances possible. To do that, we welcome the deans of UConn's medical and dental schools. Dr. Stephen Lepowski is dean of the UConn School of Dental Medicine and Dr. Bruce Liang, dean of the School of Medicine, in addition to serving as UConn Health's interim CEO and executive vice president for health affairs. Thank you both for making the time to speak with us today. Now, UConn Health has been graduating physicians and dentists for 50 years now. What does that milestone mean to you? And let's start with Dean Lepowski.
2: Thank you, Carolyn. It's an incredible milestone, and the School of Dental Medicine is exceptionally proud of its role in training, educating, and graduating the dental workforce for the state of Connecticut and beyond. As the only School of Dental Medicine in Connecticut and the only public dental school in all of New England, we have a unique role in ensuring that we offer opportunities for those individuals who will provide the citizens of Connecticut with all of their oral health care needs. We are, we are different from many dental schools in, in a number of ways. We are one of the few dental schools where our, our students participate in a shared biomedical sciences curriculum with their colleagues in the School of Medicine, which provides them um, a better foundational experience to be able to treat patients with a variety of dental needs. We're a small school, we're one of the smallest in the nation, which distinguishes us in that our students know all the faculty, our faculty know all the students. We have a relatively strong ratio of students to residents. In addition to our Doctor of Dental Medicine program, we sponsor residency programs in eight different disciplines. That provides our students with a very, very rich background in dental medicine with a strong basis in research and evidence-based decision-making.
3: Dean Liang, now what does that 50-year milestone mean to you? It means a great deal. I've been here 20 years and been part of the 50-year trajectory and development. And I I think the medical school and Yukon Health have changed and transformed tremendously. We used to have less than 60 students, and now we are at 110 medical students per class. And that's important because we're the single largest source of future physician surgeons for the state of Connecticut. Most of our medical students come from Connecticut, so after they finish their training, they likely will stay or return to the state to serve citizens of Connecticut because partially they like the environment, they like the state, and also partially because they want to be close to their families. As their parents age, uh, they want to be nearby. And I would say there are four lakes to the stool. Uh, the three lakes is the research clinical Care and education, the fourth lake is actually community collaboration. So uh, it's something we uh, encourage our students, staff, and faculty to do uh, outside of their work environment to get out into the community. I'm very pleased to tell you that uh, we're seeing a lot of community engagement and collaborative efforts throughout the state. The uh, AHAC program, which is federal uh, uh, and state funded. Uh, reaches out to four corners of the state, and uh, something we are very proud of.
0: How how has the education, Dean Lepowski, medical and dental students, over 50 years, I'm sure it's evolved quite a bit, and look no further than the pictures on the wall, down the hall in the way to your office. You can see the the gender and, and racial breakdown of the classes. Lots of change over five decades.
2: Lots of change and more change to come over the next 50 years. But what hasn't changed is our fundamental basis of a strong education in biomedical sciences, coupled with incredibly rich training in clinical sciences. Since our cl- first class of 12 dental graduates in 1972. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve in the first class. The number of individuals graduating from the School of Dental Medicine has grown, Um, We now currently graduate approximately 52 new dentists each year. Um, That class of 52 is much more diverse than it used to be. In the early years of the school, this class was predominantly male. Now we're enrolling classes that are at least 50% female, if if not more. And our classes are much more diverse in every sense of the word, close to reflecting what the population of the citizens that we serve are.
1: And hasn't the way you teach those students really changed, like the team based learning and, and just the curriculum changes over the years? Can you talk a little bit about that, Dean Lepowski? Certainly. There have been significant changes
2: in the way we educate students. Years ago, much of the training was the sage on the stage with a faculty member talking at students. Much more of the education is much more interactive. It is based in team learning with groups of individuals learning together, so it closely emulates how people will practice in today's practice
3: of dental medicine and beyond. Ten years ago, we decided that uh, we're going to have a new curriculum because the biomedical knowledge is exploding. We have to have a new way of teaching our medical students, not just the knowledge and the content base, but also how to think and how to solve and reason when confronted with a medical problem, how to find credible source of new biomedical knowledge so that can be applied Uh, to the benefit of the students. So we are now six years into this brand new curriculum called M-Delta, replacing the original legacy curriculum uh, so that uh, students are learning basic science under the umbrella of a clinically relevant real case so they can see the relevance of what they learn in the basic science to the clinical issues. And we're also weaving in more clinical exposure from the get-go. We're weaving in more exposure to the health systems. Uh, It's not just learning the knowledge and how to diagnose and treat uh, particular clinical conditions. Also, some of the business aspects, some of the enterprise aspect of a health system as well as uh, so-called social determinants of health, where a person's well-being is also very much influenced by where they live, their access to nutrition, their ability to have exercise opportunities or uh, physical environment, the kind of food they eat, and uh, addressing the psychosocial aspect of a disease so that they can seek help and be compliant with, for example, uh, appropriate medications as needed. Diet and exercise and lifestyle.
0: Now you sound like a cardiologist.
3: (laughs) Yes, I am.
0: (laughs) I think one, one of the things that might not be very well known about the UConn School of Dental Medicine, Dean Lepowski is the overall contribution to society in terms of access to care for people who otherwise might struggle with access to dental care, which is something that the students get involved in before they graduate.
2: Thank, thank you for bringing that up. We pride ourselves in being the largest provider of dental care to underserved populations and citizens throughout the state and throughout the region. Um, but beyond that, more than 50% of all of the practicing dentists in Connecticut are graduates of our program, and that increases each year we're incredibly um, proud of the commitment that our alumni demonstrate to serve the needs of the state which they do so with dedication and compassion our alumni have served and continue to serve in leadership roles throughout the state including at the connecticut state dental association lead community-based organizations in addition to traditional practice settings and we think that's because our students are required to participate in volunteer service commitments throughout their education. And therefore, our alumni continue to do that throughout their practice, serving um, communities in need.
0: As far as the uh, attrition that the health care fields is facing nationwide and in Connecticut, particularly with primary care physicians, but physicians, nurses, and dentists um, – how how is how is the yukon school of medicine helping address that and also not just the students but the folks who maybe have been students elsewhere who then come here for residency and fellowship then they come into the workforce through UConn as well. So how does that all fit into the conversation? Yeah, that's
3: a great question, Chris. We're not just interested in keeping our medical students after they graduate to stay in Connecticut and serve Connecticut, but also resident physicians after their graduate medical education, so-called residency programs, for them to stay here as well. So after they graduate from medical school, they actually not really a doctor yet i mean they are a doctor with an md degree they have the degree but they need to go through that residency training to really become uh, able to uh, uh, to take care of patients so uh, at the graduate medical education uh, level it is also very important close to 70 percent of our medical school graduates either practice in perpetuity in connecticut or they stay for residency and when they are here as a resident physicians, they of course learn. That's their primary goal. But by learning, they are actually performing a service, caring for the patients. In the middle of the night, it's the resident doctors who are right next to the patients, and you know, and they oftentimes are the ones that will save the lives of a patient who is sick enough to be in the hospital. So we have one of the largest residency programs in the state. We sponsor 68 graduate medical education programs. At any given time, we have 680 resident physicians, all subspecialty fellowship physicians. These are really also a very important source for future doctors, surgeons, physicians, you name it. Specialists, primary care doctors.
0: Uh, Dean Lipowski, I can't imagine it's not something we have to acknowledge in the field of dental medicine as well.
3: Absolutely.
2: Currently, about 50%, a little more than 50%, of all of the dentists practicing in the state of Connecticut are our alumni. They're individuals that graduated from our DMD program. And I mentioned we sponsor a number of residency programs as well. So, in addition to almost 1,900 alumni of the school that received their DMD program, we have approximately 1,500 individuals that completed their residency training with us. Many of those residents are individuals that completed their dental training with us and then they remain in practice in Connecticut. But many of the residents completed their dental training at other dental schools. But when they complete their residency training here with us at UConn, they tend to stay in Connecticut to practice, which further grows um, our influence and our stature within the dental workforce. Beyond training um Our DMDs and our residents, we also partner with a number of community health centers throughout the state in support of programs that train dental hygienists and dental assistants. So we provide clinical training for those other partner institutions which further create
1: the dental workforce for Connecticut. And UConn Health also has a graduate school program. Um, Can you mention the dental dental students get a master's of science, of dental science also? Many of the
2: individuals that participate in our residency programs do so in combination with a program in the graduate school that results in their completion of their specialty training and the receipt of a master of dental science degree. Those individuals, that training is designed to better prepare people for careers in academia, research and beyond. In addition to the residents that receive the Master of Dental Science program, we sponsor a combined program where individual selected individuals receive both the Doctor of Dental Medicine degree and a PhD in Biomedical Sciences. We're one of a small handful of schools nationally that sponsor a MIND-DMD PhD program, which is designed to create the next cadre of dental scientists which who take positions within academic institutions, research institutions, and the like.
3: Yeah, the graduate school is something that we don't talk about enough. And uh, we have a robust graduate school here focusing on biomedical sciences, and also public health. For example, we host uh, in the school of medicine the master of public health, and uh, as the only one for the whole Yukon. And um, recently, in the last five years, we tripled the number of enrollee or students in the master of public health program. We used to have maybe 19 or 20 so-called MPH students per class. The last three years, we are over 60 such students wow. per class. Mm-hmm. So we tripled the number of MPH degree uh, students. And they're going to come out and serve the state because, again, majority of them come from Connecticut. And the pandemic teaches us the importance of having public health experts who can uh, advise us. Perfect. So that's very important. The other aspect is the biomedical science graduate school. We have over 100 uh, PhD uh, students at any given time. And uh, these are future scientists. These are future researchers who will uh, discover new cure or new treatment or new diagnosis of medical conditions. And they also uh, potentially work for us for uh, the growing biomedicine entrepreneurial startup companies or existing biotech or pharmaceutical companies in the state of Connecticut. And uh, so it's a very important workforce also as a place to train future scientists.
0: Before we say goodbye, I, I wanna hear from both of you. Why as Connecticut's only public academic medical center, And the state's only dental school, in your case, Dean Lepowski, and uh, in your case, Dean Liang, the state's only public medical school, why are these important state assets worthy of continued investment? Dr. Lepowski.
2: The School of Dental Medicine is a critically important asset to the state of Connecticut in that we provide care on an ongoing basis to thousands of residents in the state who otherwise would not be able to access dental care and in doing so we're providing an incredibly rich educational experience for our students and our residents all of our trainees who then take those experience with them for their professional careers as I said the majority of whom will practice in Connecticut that creates not only the dental workforce, but it also creates an economic driver for the state of Connecticut, as most of these individuals will own or operate dental practices, which creates jobs for many, many other individuals supporting the economic growth of the state while providing necessary oral health care.
0: What makes the Yukon School of Medicine worthy of continued state investment, Dean Liang?
3: Well, as the single largest source of future doctors, physicians, and surgeons for the state, and this workforce is critical as Connecticut citizens age, and uh, the need is going to be there and ever-growing. And um, we also uh, provide a great medical education for those students. And they are extremely well-trained clinically. They can recognize and treat every uh, clinical conditions. And we train a lot of primary care doctors, interners, as well as family medicine doctors and pediatricians. Over 50% of our pediatricians in the state of Connecticut have some tie in some way, shape, or form with the UConn School of Medicine Department of Pediatrics. And that's done in collaboration with Connecticut children. And we're also a major biomedical research and innovation hub we garner well over a hundred million dollars of extramural grants every year and this will stimulate entrepreneurship will stimulate startup companies informing creating jobs and really just drive the biomedicine and the bioscience sector of the state of connecticut so the economic impact as you may have heard is Two point two billion dollars every year, and that's significant. And that's only going to grow because as we grow, the economic impact is going to continue to be uh, uh, increasing. Excellent. That's
0: Dr. Bruce Liang, Dean of the Yukon School of Medicine and Interim CEO and Executive Vice President for Health Affairs at Yukon Health. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Dr. Stephen Lipowski, the Dean of the Yukon School of Dental Medicine. That is our time for today. For Deans Stephen Lepowski and Bruce Liang and Carolyn Pennington, I'm Chris DiFrancesco. Thank you for listening to the Yukon Health Pulse. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch us next time, and please share with a friend.